Hello and welcome to episode motherfucking 14. This is the official 14. If you have heard my previous episode, you would have heard that it was an update. We had an episode and it got erased horribly. With that being said, that song you just heard was Wax on Wicks by Imperial Glow. And as always, you can go ahead and get that on soundstripe.com. And you can get 10% off your first month subscription with promo code UncleDadTalks10. That's 10% off your first month subscription. And the best part is if you are a rapper, a musician of any sort, you can get you can basically get a whole library of music that you can use as your own beats, which is pretty awesome if you ask me. With me, for the very first time officially is the one, the only, the legendary, the impeccable, the beautiful, the the white version of Denzel Washington. Give it up for Mike Hampton. Well, you've really outdone yourself <laughs> with that introduction. People are going to be really let down after, <laughs> after that. You know, that may be the case, but I'll tell you what, you are the white Denzel to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, um... Uh, I don't know if I'd call myself King Kong. But, um, uh, Mike, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Happy to be here as part of the Uncle Dad Talks show, officially. Yeah, officially. So, obviously, I told you what happened. Um, Shame. And before we get into the episode, let's go ahead and talk about that. I mean, what are you, what is your thoughts about that? Are you sad or are you mad at me about it? <laughs> Very mad. I've, but I've learned how to deal with my anger. I've been through several years of therapy. And so, nice, nice. You know, I know. Um, A thing or two. That I'll take it out on the wall <laughs> right right i like <laughs> right right i find it it sucks because there was some really good stuff if you haven't listened to the update yet you or the audience i have to tell you there's a great little secret in there and i'll just ruin the secret we actually were able to save j-man stuff so we have a couple of his jokes in there well then we're all <laughs> saved and <laughs> the world is gonna be great now um, i, I absolutely is gonna go away yep and why is that all because of j-man J- J-Man. <laughs> He's going to be here later, right? We'll talk to him a little bit. And he'll give us a, a J-Man minute, right? If we're lucky. If we're lucky, yes. Uh, Mike, what are you drinking on? That's one thing we're going to start doing here. And we talked about it with Andres Juarez that I wanted to have like a beer thing. I think I'm going to start doing that with Mike because you are a beer drinker. Baby Gabe wasn't because he wasn't of legal age. Not true. He's of legal age. Oh, he did. Oh. <laughs> but he may not have looked of legal age. Lucky yeah, guy. Yeah, lucky guy. Yeah, but you look like White Denzel, so that's pretty good. <laughs> Hey, we all have our <laughs> we have our ups and downs. We have our peaks. You know, I look like John Leguizamo, so <laughs> and our valleys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what are you drinking on, sir? Well, we just finished a lovely uh, Andy Gator from Abita Springs Brewery, which is based out of my home state, Louisiana. And uh, now we've moved on to this um, Stone Enjoy by Ten Thirty One Twenty IPA. It's a it's got a nice, lovely Halloweenish pumpkin upside down label for some reason on the can but yeah they released it so that you were supposed to drink it before the 31st of october but why year. why is that though i think um from what i was reading on the label was that it's a uh, best taste kind of thing so mm. uh, enjoy so, within 30, 37 days of when they brewed it or made it or whatever. so basically they made a very like a beer it's only meant to be enjoyed very quickly very quickly oh, interesting yeah. um is this a, is this a dipa down to be an IPA? Down sure. to, yeah, down to IPA. <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> um, I don't know, actually. It just says uh, IPA. And... It would say D-I-P-A on it. <laughs> yeah, then I would say then, then no. no. I would say no. What's funny is I'm asking you, but I'm drinking the same beer. So, yeah, so you could look. <laughs> so, so fuck off, right? <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Um, 
So uh, before we get into the show, uh, now that you are officially a part of it, now you can actually say some words. So before we get into it, I would like to open the floor to you and just kind of say whatever you'd like to introduce yourself officially. Thank you again for allowing me to step in. And if I could fill in the shoes of baby Gabe. Which I'm sure because he has baby shoes. I'll still try to fill them (laughs) fully. Fully. If possible. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to baby Gabe. And um, oh yeah. And just thanks again. I, I, one of the things I said on the last show that got erased and well it didn't get erased it just it's on the shelf (laughs) it's on the shelf yeah so maybe one day maybe one day maybe uh grim if he's good at audio can really fuck with it he knows a thing or two i think he went to college Uh, okay collage Um, (laughs) but um yeah i know i just i i'm happy to be a part of the show i love um, broadcasting and i've been listening to i've been a huge fan of howard stern for about 20 years and i i've loved listening to sports on radio and just I, I love talk radio in general. So to to finally do a show and um, be a part of that world in some form is exciting to me. So I'm happy to be here. And you know, if we can uh, make this thing the best it's ever been, then uh, then we should. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I can't thank you enough. You know, I know that you are a, a sort of a local celebrity, in my opinion. But I, it's very nice to know that you're a part of this and. I think you'll give us something that baby Gabe, baby Gabe can't, and that's adulthood. <laughs> and uh, but in all in all gender in all seriousness, I would look forward to having you a part of the show. Your age, your wisdom, everything will be great. And yeah, White Denzel, King Kong ain't got nothing on you, bro. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm ready to go. All right. Well, without further ado, so as everybody knows, on Uncle Dad Comics, the Instagram page, we are doing Uncle Dad Oween. Now, Uncle Dad Oween has been kind of going on with comic books, but now it's going to delve into the world of podcasting. So what we're going to do is each episode is going to be some sort of Halloween, horror, whatever related thing. This time around, we are doing a video game. Now, full disclosure, I'm a hardcore gamer. Another full disclosure, Mike is not. <laughs> I mean, shame on me, but I was when I was younger. So let's talk about it really fast before we get into it. What games did you play back in the day? Truthfully. Yeah, sure. GoldenEye, of course, was something me and the whole crew played day after day after day. Would you play it sober? Yeah, sober. Drunk, high, jerking off. Well, <laughs> you know, you need your hands for that. So. Yeah, you're right. And you do need both hands for that controller. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we play that thing for hours. And it's funny, I played it, I don't know, a year or two ago somewhere. I can't remember where. And I still remember all of those levels no and way doors wow and where the certain weapons are and i hadn't played it in like at least 20 years and so to play it again and then like that mess memory just pop right back in was was wild that's crazy yeah did you know they remade it no yeah they remade it for the ps3 and the xbox 360 Mm-mm. and it is it's it's so instead of pierce bronson it's what's his face craig um, yeah which is whatever i get why because they own the license right yeah, but it just it's felt like such a generic shooter, and it didn't capture the magic I think that the '64 version did. Yeah. The problem is I think too it's like also it's nostalgia. How do you capture nostalgia? You just don't, right? It's just hard. I try. You can try, but it's very hard. I mean, movies try, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, right? But yeah, I, I if you ever get the chance when you come over, I actually have it. I'll let you try try it out, and you can be disappointed. <laughs> I'm used to being disappointed, so sure. I'll, let's do it. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, no, okay. But since then, have you played any games really at all? Yeah. I I got down on the first Xbox. Well, I, uh, no, the second Xbox. The 360. Yes. Yeah, the white one. Yes. I got into the Left 4 Dead. 
Did you? Yeah, the first one. No way. Yeah, I fucking love with that. Yeah. That game was amazing. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was so intense for me. I I, like, I couldn't play it at night because it just was fucking really intense. Super in your face and just like, oh, and at that time when that game came out, it was like nothing like it. It was like, nothing. and every time it was different, it was like, you know what that was? That was like playing Walking Dead almost without Walking Dead being out yet. I mean, at least in the movie format, TV show format. Right. Yeah. 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 I know that was back when I was doing Hazami Chicks comics and reading Walking Dead comics, like every time they came out and yeah, it would, the music in that game and how you'd walk into a dark area and the music would get crazy and then that witch would pop out and yeah, that game was gnarly, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and then also since then, I have a young brother and we're both into sports, so I've played a bunch of Madden and NBA games. Um, so those are fun. And those have come a long way since the early days when I would play like Super Tecmo Bowl. Super Tecmo Bowl, wow. You want to keep showing your age or? I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah? <laughs> it is what it is. You're right. You're just old as fuck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> getting there. Yeah, well. <laughs> We're all getting there. We are all getting there. Right? And then COVID just makes it worse. <laughs> uh, all right. So thank you so much for that background. Just to kind of give us a little background in the way this is going to go. Basically, since I am a gamer and he is not, I'm going to kind of more take his insight on everything and just kind of ask him questions here and there about like what he thought about it and just kind of give him some information about the game. Now, the game that we played is a cult classic. And actually, before I forget, we are going to play some of it on the show as well. He technically, full disclosure, did not actually play the game. He just watched all the cutscenes cut together in one movie. And some may say that's great. Others may say not really. Uh, and we'll get to that in a second. So the game of the hour is the one and only Night Trap. <laughs> <laughs> Night Trap was made, I believe, by Digital Studios, I think it was. Sorry, Digital Pictures. And it was released on the Sega CD back in the day. Now, if you don't know what the Sega CD is, don't worry. We are going to have a... This is going to be one very long episode, so the other half of this episode will actually feature a historian of sorts, and I'll reveal him later. And he will actually break down the story of the Sega CD and how how it all kind of came together. But basically, the short of it is that there's a, a little C, a CD attachment that goes to the Sega Genesis. Now, do you remember the Sega Genesis? I do. Have you ever seen the Sega CD? I don't know that I've actually... I mean, I've seen the games, but I don't know that I've actually seen the CD player thing. Yeah, so it just literally either goes right next to it like a fucking uh, Siamese twin or right underneath it like a fucking, you know, 69. It's just literally you connect it. It's so weird. But yeah, basically it was it was a way to introduce CD format games to a, a cartridge-based console, which I, I'm sure you could imagine at the time was probably a big deal. Unfortunately, though, a lot of those games weren't that great and they basically were just movies done in a way where you can kind of click around. Now, with Night Trap, Night Trap actually stars Dana Plato, which now you don't know, you know who that is, right? Or not really? Not really. Okay. So you remember Different Strokes? For Different Folks? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she was in uh, Different Strokes. She played Kimberly, which I'm pretty sure was the, the white girl in it. Yeah, she was the white girl in it. The, you seen Different Strokes, right? Oh, no? the white girl played the white girl. Yeah. <laughs> the white girl played the white girl, exactly. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Luke in the back. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, you know, uh, Dana, Dana Plato from fucking uh, Different Strokes. What else do we got here? She was in Bikini Beach. Oh, wow. Bikini Beach. I missed that one. <laughs> I did see a version of it called Monster from Bikini Beach, though. Is that sound familiar? She was on The Love Boat. Love Boat. Yeah. The Love Boat. Yeah, but she's really famous for Different Strokes. She played the sister on Different Strokes. You know that one with uh, Gary Coleman? That's right. Yeah. Gary Coleman. Okay, but you act like you didn't know what it was. Well, I never watched it. But you're that old. Well, I watched Full House. <laughs> Which full? What were you already thirty at that point? 
Damn, this is going to be rough. <laughs> it is the Halloween special, bro. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she was in that. And then along with that as well, we had a bunch of other people I've never even heard of before. We had Tracy Matherson, Deborah Parks. Uh, I thought Deborah Parks was the porn star, but I guess not. Allison Ray. And it was directed by James W. Riley. Let's see what James W. Riley has done. I'm sure they all probably did this, and that was it. That's all they did. That was their ex- the extent of their careers. So James W. Riley was a writer, apparently, and he wrote a bunch of the games for Sega CD. Yeah. So he wrote, uh, for those who know the games, he wrote Ground Zero Texas, Prize Fighter, and Prize Fighter you actually might like because. Oh, Prize Fighter. Well, <laughs> have you seen Raging Bull? Uh, um, yes, of course. De Niro, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a Raging Bull of the game. Okay, that's fun. You could get around that, right? I'd give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so his last thing he directed was in 1995, and it was called Warhead. And basically, you're right. Everything he did was for the gaming industry until like 95, and that was about it. Because Night Trap came out in 92, so. But now let me ask you this. Why do you stop filmmaking? Do you think it's because you weren't good at it? <laughs> or you just stopped getting jobs. I mean... <laughs> You know, someone's got to hire you. Sure. So now Night Trap is a horror, what would you call it? Horror slasher? Or what type of movie would you call it? I wouldn't call it a slasher. I would say a horror thriller, maybe. You wouldn't say slasher, though, because it's pointless? <laughs> well, wouldn't a slasher be like lots of... But there is blood in it. There's Well, there's there's the blood that goes in the tube. <laughs> on those Which we'll talk things. about in a second, yeah. But I, when, I, when I hear slasher, I think of like a Friday the 13th or like well let me ask you this would you consider Hostel a slasher movie Hostel I would slasher slash gore slasher slash gotcha slasher slash (laughs) yeah no you wouldn't consider it like a a gore porn gore porn Hostel yeah porn gore porn not porn not oh gore porn yeah you never heard that before yeah you? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> Hear the sarcasm. Yeah, like, yeah, so you get off on watching gore? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Someone does. Someone does. Maybe I do. I don't Someone know. definitely does. I think you might. <laughs> yeah, well, I did make you I did make you watch this. <laughs> you made me watch this. And shame on you for that. <laughs> okay, so we'll say just a horror movie. Can't be a campy horror movie. Can't be horror. Very in the lines of like Sleepaway Camp or That's totally what I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. Like Sleepaway Camp or maybe Friday the 13th, uh, but not as serious, maybe a little sillier. But because the thing is it's technically about vampires. Which we'll kind of get that to, to get to that later, where it's like it doesn't make sense to me, but it's technically about vampires, but not like. But this we're talking like, would you say Fright Night vampires, <laughs> or less cool? <laughs> Definitely less cool, but maybe in the same. They're like the third cousin of Fright Night vampires. Not even more like the fourth, <laughs> the fourth, the fourth neglected, disowned cousin. Yeah, exactly. Shout out back. Exactly. They're losing the shadows. No pun intended. They poke it with a stick. And yeah, like what is he here? Why? Why? So, okay, so initially, the way we're going to kind of go about this, I'm going to talk about completely his experience, and I'll add here and there. Now, you do not play the game, and we're going to be at the end of the show, we're going to play some of the game so you can get that real experience. Yeah. Unfortunately. Damn it. <laughs> but now watching it right away, what's the first thing that pops up to you in the first, like, two minutes of the movie? Well, right away, it does. It totally reminds me of, of a very cheesy B-movie horror flick and where the acting's really bad, and it just has that 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 feel so it, in a way it's fun because those movies are fun to watch how bad they are does it remind you of being young definitely it just yeah rem- but i think when you're young you don't realize that they're cheesy you 
Sure. You just, you're watching it and you just think that's what it is. Right. You know, and then as you get older, you realize oh my you're God. garbage. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because you know for sure, like when that came out, like, you know, Dana Plato, again, she technically was an established actress at the time. And you're like, oh, I'm doing this horror movie, right? Whatever. Oh, it's a game. It's interactive. It's so cool. But then it's like, yeah, I get you're trying your hardest, but I mean, you could try a little harder. <laughs> and and maybe, and maybe, and maybe who knows, maybe part of doing that is the overacting or underacting, however you want to look at the, the scale there, right? Oh, totally, totally. And this is getting a little ahead, but do you remember the, I forgot his name, but he's the friend or like, he's like the neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll have to get his name in a second, but uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? The worst actor in the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. So you agree with that. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. You know who he made me think of? Did you ever watch Toxic Avenger? Yes. Do you remember Melvin, the guy who becomes Toxic Avenger? But before he becomes the Avenger, he's like the nerd. Yes. That's who that dude makes me think of. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's your quintessential geeky, skinny, big head, receding hairline nerd guy that that kind of knows what's going on, but no one wants to listen to him. Oh, dude, totally. Do you remember his his name? I don't remember anyone's name. <laughs> what's your name again? <laughs> oh, you mean it at all? Okay. Uh, what's funny is um, there is. Uh, do you remember the little boy? And again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but yes. Uh, do you remember the little boy? I don't remember his name. His name is Mike. <laughs> oh, that's right. I do remember someone named, named Mike. It's funny because he actually grew up kind of handsome. He looks like a uh, Kurt Russell's son. Take a look real quick. He's definitely got the Kurt Russell hair. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Cool hair. That's, that's super cool, yeah. That's motherfucking Mike. <laughs> All right, so you get into it right away. You get that feeling. You get that vibe of like, oh, what's happening? Or like it makes you think of the old 80s movies. Now, it's funny because it came out in 92, so I wonder if they filmed it in the 80s, like late 80s, uh, why it has that feeling still. So when it starts right away, what is your, like right away, what is your initial impression besides the feeling of what you just described. Damn, Uncle Dad, for making me watch this. So it's uh, funny he says that. He texted me literally and goes, what was it? I read the text verbatim because it was so funny. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God. I, I, but it's like, look, it's not it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it's it's bad, but like in a good way. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I've watched a lot of bad TV and bad, bad movies. This was definitely one near the top. Sure, sure. He texted me this exactly. He goes, how dare you make me watch this movie? LOL. And it's like, look, I, I want to do something different. A lot of people don't talk about this fucking game. And I'll tell you why they don't talk about it. I mean, maybe because it's not good, <laughs> but it's it's forgotten. And I think like a long conversation, I think you and I might have, it's like, look, the things of, of yesteryear, if you will, like these, these things that we remember, they're going to fade away as time goes on. Like no one's going to remember t- Knife Trap in 20 years. No one will. And I think it's good that we have these conversations because if I can just reignite the interest or just even having you look at it once, I think it's good. I mean, it's like this, no matter what we feel about the product, right? They still tried hard to make this. So it's like, look, if we can support them, let's support them. Let's, you know, it's, it's 25, it's over 25 years since it's been out. So it's like, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool that we can revisit stuff like this and be like, hey, remember the silly ass game? Totally. I mean, I'm half, you know, mostly joking but not also joking. But I think that it's, yeah, it is interesting that that they would make a game like this. And I only watched this movie version of it. I didn't, you know, and... And, and he's going to play it later. And I didn't play the game. So I, I'm looking at it as if it's a movie and I know that it was pieced together as if this was the movie, right? So, but to think that there's a game that goes along with this, I think 
for the time, 92, like that's, that is pretty cool and it's awesome and it would have been really fun. And what is that? <laughs> I mean, you tell me. I didn't get it in 92. I, I, so at 92, dude, I was like, what, four? <laughs> yeah, I think I was your babysitter. Yeah, I think you were. I think you were Dan and Plato, actually. <laughs> well, I probably would have been old enough to be Mike in the movie, the kid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. You could be, maybe, hey, maybe you were Mike. <laughs> well, I definitely don't have Mike's hair. No. <laughs> yes, so. and uh, we will include a link uh, in this audio that will actually have pictures of the game if you haven't seen it yet. And here's the cool part before we get even really in it. You can actually get this game for almost every modern console. PS4. You can get this on PS4. Think about this, Mike. You can get this game on PS4. And and it still looks the same? Well, I mean, it's it's how you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great that they're able to do that. Like, you can still play these old, 20 bucks. old games. Yeah. 20 bucks. Did you buy it? Truthfully, no. 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 <laughs> anybody, should anybody buy it for twenty dollars? No, um, maybe. I mean, no. I would say probably like five. I'm being hard, but no. <laughs> but no, yeah. So you can still get it, and it's great because the 25th anniversary has a bunch of added features to it. Mike, just so you know, the way the game originally worked is that you basically had the the movie going on, but the thing is, there are six different cameras that you would have access to. Now, the idea is that you are. I didn't even know. They don't even really explain what you are, right? They're just kind of like, oh, this these people here. Because in that movie you watched, did they talk? They have that scene, right, where the guys in the beginning is like, oh, he's explaining how you know what's happening in the house. Did you see that? Yeah, and 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 I'm watching it without the game, so it wasn't really clear to me what that was. Okay, so but you do know like the soldiers were talking and everything, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, it starts off with soldiers and they're on walkies and the guys in a car and right. I was confused. Right. So in in the beginning when he talks about in, in about the like oh hey, there's traps cuz like you see the traps and you see them doing the traps and you're like, "Well, we took over." And right away it's like, "Okay, look, they took over the traps for whoever this person is, the person you're playing, right, to control them. Why not they just control them themselves? Or why not just go in and take these guys down cuz obviously they already know what they did, right? Right. But I guess then you have no game. Then you have no <laughs> okay. game. Then you have no anything. Yeah. But, I mean, okay. Go, maybe go ahead. they couldn't. Maybe they need an undercover, and that's you. Who They literally a, have an undercover cop. <laughs> but you need like a double A double undercover? undercover? Like a deep undercover. A deep undercover? Like a super deep, like... Because they don't... Okay, so they don't explain who you're playing technically. You're playing a special operator. Oh. Uh, and that operator is somebody who has access, for some reason, has access to all these cameras that control these traps now what's funny is the soldier looks at the screen and he says who's controlling these they are and it's pointing right at you now imagine being like let's say 16 early night no not probably probably younger 13 and this character is looking at you directly in the eyes and saying oh you're the one controlling it what do you think that means? Do you think that do you think you feel something with that, or is it more like eh, whatever? I definitely feel my belly button getting pushed in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my belly button getting pushed in. I want that on the back of the box. <laughs> That's a quote. <laughs> but no, I mean, really, what would you what would you say to that as a kid being yeah. into game? I mean, that's probably why they wrote that because they know like that's exciting that that you know it feels totally like you're you're really in there. And this is the nineties or ninety two, so DVD wasn't even ready yet, right? I mean, to your memory, I, I don't think DVD was like until like the mid-90s or whatever. If you heard that sound, that's Luke coming in. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. But I do know that if someone looked at me and said you, and I felt like I was controlling something, that I would feel a certain tickle. 
Is that really how you would feel? No. <laughs> I don't think you do. Well, <laughs> well, you don't know. I could talk to you about it off air. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so, okay, so that's basically what happens in the very beginning. He explains that to you, and then he says, hell yeah, you're controlling it. And then it's like, all right, let's go tune in, because Dan and Plato plays the main operative, the undercover teenager, which is interesting because she's like, I don't know, in real life at that time, probably like in her mid-20s, if not 30s. She did not look like a teenager. She did not look like a teenager, no. no. Like, exactly, yeah. They're all teenagers, and it's like, okay, well, who the fuck is this? Not old lady, but she looked older, right? With the big shoulder pads. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. When you finally get to see the first like real sequence of the, the real movie, which is the, the vampire family, what are your thoughts immediately on the vampire family? That they're total obvious, that there's something crazy. They've got the red wine cup that doesn't look like wine. Wait, red wine cup? Remind me about that. He's got like They've got like a wine glass, not cup, but a wine glass, and it's got red stuff in it that obviously doesn't look like wine. Oh, I didn't catch that. And then they've got these weird fridges and freezers with cherry popsicles or something. <laughs> yeah, that's like right. Like some weird thing. Yeah. And it's like, and, then, and everyone's just got this weird like, total vibe that they're up to no good but no one none of the teenagers have any idea that that something's well you're going a little too far right now so before you get there just the family with the sister i think in the in the very beginning isn't she like brushing her hair and you see her eyes turn green i missed the green eyes okay yes i was enamored with her beautiful long locks of hair oh she did have nice hair now vampires green eyes yes or no Red eyes. <laughs> like, what are these? Are they? They should be vegetarian vampires if they've got green eyes. Yeah, that was weird, right? Because it was like they look in there and they they like highlight green. You're like, what the fuck? Like, why are they green? Yeah. Go ahead. I just don't. I've never seen a green-eyed vampire. Unless that's trademarked. Maybe that's why they couldn't do it. Or maybe they just couldn't afford red and green was on sale in the, in the yeah, sound but... effects department. <laughs> that would make sense, but in the uh, in the uh, in the game. And I guess I should bring this up now. In the game, since you are controlling the, the traps, right? There's technically a color code. Now, the color code changes each game. So the the, the lady, the, 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 the mother, because it's basically the vampires consist of one mother, one father, of course, two brothers, and one sister. So the basically at one point in time, the mother and father are leaving. The mother tells these kids, hey, make sure you change the color code to blue, green, whatever. But at the time, it was always different. So it's kind of cool, right? Because it's like, oh, I have to listen. Because if I'm not listening or if I'm not on that camera, you're not going to know and you can't set the trap. And you'll experience it in a little bit. But yeah. I'm lost. <laughs> right, right. I'm playing Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's discuss these characters now. Now, now the vampire family. The, the dad looks like a fucking super generic fucking Dracula, but like not even cool. I mean, I don't know. What do you agree with that or no? At first, I thought he was like a French guy that like no one. He's just like a sleazy. But was he French though? No, but that's he like wasn't. how he looked. <laughs> and he, I think he speaks some French though. That's probably, yeah, like in the beginning. Was yeah. Like, uh, les incompetents. Yeah. <laughs> but he just, his outfit and his hair and, and just like the way he rubbed one of the girls as she walked by. He just looked like a like a scumbag, scumball guy. Scumball. Now, what about the mother? And the mother looked like she was a linebacker with those huge shoulder Dude. pads. That, that but I mean, that's such a, a sign of the times, though. For the totally, totally. And it's like for people who don't know, it's like we're talking about these, like literally, like a pad, like a soft, like cushion that would go into your into your fucking blazer. Usually, women women wore. I know some men did. Yeah, it's like a wonder bra, but for your shoulders. It's so weird. But uh, yeah, and but they would be make your they would make your shoulders so sharp. 
Yeah. It's so square. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it's odd that that's what was the fashion then, but it's so cool. To, I mean, it, when I saw it, it's very interesting to see. Like, yeah, I do remember that. And there it is. Right. It's funny because uh, my mother is about that age when when I was a kid. Because, you know, I, not fortunately, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but my, uh, my parents had me when I was young or when they were young. And uh, my mother was like, you know, probably like 19 or 20 at the time when I, w- when I was a kid. But anyways, she would wear those fucking sharp ass shoulder pads. And I remember thinking like, mom, why is that cool? It just is. <laughs> it just was. It, yeah. it was just cool. You just look like a fucking, like you, like you said, a linebacker and shit. But yeah, so that's the mother. Now let's ex- uh, describe the two sons first. Yeah, they come in a little bit later, right? Well, I guess, oh, and the way you saw it, yes. Yeah. In, the, in the game, no. Yeah, they're like, they're too cool. <laughs> they are. They are fucking cool. Didn't fucking, I can't remember the kids' names. And truthfully, we're not going to remember these kids' names because let's be honest, it doesn't matter. Now, didn't one of the sons with the, the black Ray-Bans, yeah. didn't he make you think of, oh my God, Anthony Michael Hall from any of the fucking, uh, those movies? Uh, oh my God. What's the director's name? Oh my God. The, the director, the writer, 16 Candles. That guy. You're, oh yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I forget his the name right yeah, now too. Hold on, I, 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 got, know the, I know. I can't do him justice like it's that. Shame on us. I know. Holy shit. Well, we got a lot on our minds. It's COVID time. John Hughes. Thank you. John Hughes. Yeah, right. very much like a John Hughes character, right? And actually, now that I say that, can't you kind of see the teenagers are kind of plucked from those movies? Sure. Yeah. They, there's just like certain characters that resemble. They resemble certain characters from those movies. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know, John Hughes is probably one of the most legendary writers and directors of like quintessential '80s movies: Weird Science, Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles. Yeah, you got one. I know you got one. Mm, no. Pass. <laughs> I would. I would say Sixteen Candles. Wait, hold on. Now I gotta what? look this shit up. Better off dead. Is that one of them? No. Shame on me, dude. This is your time era. I was not doing that. <laughs> what do you mean you weren't doing that? I was um I watched a lot of Ghostbusters and um, Teen Wolf was my favorite movie. I think he might have done Teen Wolf actually. No. <laughs> no. But the guy, the kid looked like he. I thought he was blind. Because <laughs> he's walking in the house he, <laughs> and he's got these. Super, That's because he's a fucking vampire. I know. Well, you know. Now I know that. Now, spoiler alert. But spoiler alert. He, he comes in and he's in there in a house at nighttime and he's the only one of the vampires that's wearing Ferris Bueller's Days Off. Oh yeah. Uncle Buck. I know you know oh, those Uncle movies. Uncle Buck, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Okay, okay. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> but he, yeah, I mean, he's the only one out of all the vampire families that's wearing sunglasses, and he's wearing them in the house at night. And I get it if he's a vampire, but he's the only one that's wearing the sunglasses. So I, I know I thought blind. the other guy was too. No, I don't think so. Okay, so now the other brother was like he's forgotten, right? Because it's just like he looked normal, right? Or do you have something you think about him? Well, no, but I just remember the scene that I saw when they walked in the room was the one attractive, tall, blonde girl of the group of the teenagers that are staying there just randomly takes off of her, her shirt well, and she's sure. Got, but like, hold her on, you're going you're going too far. You're going too far. Oh, <laughs> too quick. Remember, we got we got a lot to talk about in this scene. Well, that's my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. So, anyways, yeah, and then we have the sister. The sister is it's weird because she looks very Victorian age, doesn't she? And it's like. Obviously, you're not a teenager of the 80s. She looked like there was something wrong with her. Like, she was... Oh, yeah. Like, she had some sort of issues. She had, like, a brain... Dude, it was really weird. Yeah, it was super weird. Um, But anyways, yeah, so that's the family. And again, I'm sorry I don't know all the names, but, you know, whatever. But that family is essentially having... They basically lure teenagers over. Because it's the 80s, and you can, you know, lure kids over. Not like how it is now. Lure. 
Lure. Yeah. Lure? Lure? Lure. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but yeah, so let me ask you this then. You're 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 a teenager of the eighties. No. I wasn't a teenager in the eighties. I'm not saying that you are. I'm saying let's imagine that you are. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought this was another old joke. Uh, no, no, no. You're a teenager of the eighties, right? Okay. Yep. Uh, this beautiful woman. Oh. So so that you think, I don't know, maybe like maybe like girls that look like she's from Victorian age. Hello. Um, she says, Hey, I got a beach house. You you and all your friends can come. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, you guys can drink whatever you want. Yeah. And just have a good time. Do you think you say, Yeah, let's do it? Or do you go question about it? I go, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, but she doesn't want to have sex with you. Do you have any cherry popsicles, homemade cherry popsicles in your freezer? Because then I'm right over there. And then she's like, no. <laughs> well, fuck. No, okay, so in all seriousness, they ask you to come. Do you say yes? I probably would. <laughs> no. That's why you die. That's why you would die in the horror movie. I mean, I learned the hard way. hey <laughs> Or does she? Wow. hey We'll see. We'll see indeed. Anyways, okay, so basically the girl, because I don't think the brothers have anything to do with it, to my knowledge, that I remember right now. The girl of the family, the vampire family, basically reaches out to these people and says, hey, I got this awesome-ass fucking beautiful cabin, which, let's be honest, wasn't even that nice. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? The house itself. Yeah, no, it looked like an average 80s sitcom. Oh my God, I'm glad you said that because isn't it very much like, I don't want to say like full house, but like growing pains. I went to full house in my mind as well too. You know, you walk in and then there's the stairs that go Right, yeah, yeah. Nowhere. Very fresh pints or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The door. yeah, it was very like sitcom. Sitcom like, right, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so they, they get invited to the come to the house. Now, I Honestly, top of my head, I can't remember all of the amounts of characters, but there's quite a bit of teenagers that get invited. I think it's like almost over five, right? I think there was six. There were six, including this, the little boy, Mike, including Mike. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I Something around that number, yeah. Right. And now, mind you, these are not the only characters yet. You would think that would be it, but no, there's more characters for some fucking reason. So basically, when these kids arrive, these teenagers, it's funny because I'm assuming they're supposed to be like, what, 16, 17? And they all look like they're in their fucking mid twenties or or early thirties. Yeah, it, it reminded me of that of of scary movie where it was like all these people were playing the parody movie of this of, of scary movies where it's like these people that are like basically forty playing teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, they were playing teenagers, huh? Yeah. So, but, but they were making a joke about the fact right, that they right, right, right. Are older. Oh, that's interesting. You know what's people. funny is I I haven't seen the movie in a long time. But I totally forgot about that. I didn't really think about that. You're right. That's actually that actually makes it pretty hilarious now. Yeah, that 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 actually came to my mind when I was watching. It. Oh really? Yeah. I thought it's so interesting. But anyways, yeah. So these these teenagers look whatever. They come into the show or the the basically there's a car, a station wagon, obviously. Now what I think is interesting for some reason that cop is with them. She's undercover, and they all really don't know her that well. So it's like, how the fuck did she get invited to be a part of this group? I tried not to ask that many intelligent questions when I was watching. Sure, but that's what we do here. We're asking intelligent questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, who? I don't know. It, exactly. I mean, when so you like, find a random girl in overalls, you, do you ask her to join your group? I mean, I know somebody who does. Yeah. Do you? I might know somebody. Yeah? I'm going to call him right now. Call him right now. <laughs> Yeah, so what they they come through and then Dana Plato and yeah, Dana Plato is the cop and I want to say her name is Christy. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's some they're all generic names like Chad, you know, Michael, Murray, Jack, Jack. That was a joke, by the way. Chad, Michael, Murray. That's that's a person. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Michael. Michael. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. 
Yes. That would be awesome if all of them had like just a first name of some sort of like 80s icon. They should have. Like fucking Michael. Get it together. Get they should have done it. Gary. Coleman. Busey. Busey. Uh, yeah, so all these kids come in. They come on in. They're hanging out, having a good time. But, you know, obviously, they're just there to have fun. Now, the first experience you get of, like, the story, I guess you would say, is when they all kind of talk, and they're like, oh, whatever. But I found it something so funny where the girl goes, have you seen my bag? My ShamWow bag? And I was like, is it ShamWow a ShamWow? ShamWow. ShamWow. Is that something that's actually a thing? I have no idea. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> and I don't know what that kind of bag is. Yeah, but anyways, it, it just made me laugh because I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? But I bet you that was like an ad placement of some sort back then. Yeah, there was definitely some product placement. I remember they came in with the groceries and they, it was like obvious that there was a, the, or, an Oreo pack and a Life cereal box. I actually didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I was like, wow, there's some product placement right there. Yeah, because you imagine too, like these companies are probably like, what? You're making a full motion video video game? Wow, this is revolutionary. Revolutionary, bro. I got to be a part of this. Change the world. <laughs> I know. Everybody, now, oh yeah, one thing I forgot to mention to you, Mike. So when you played this game back in the day, right, the screen was actually three-quarter size because the CD couldn't hold the information very well. So you have, let's say, a regular TV, right? So let's say you're looking at my computer monitor. So in my computer monitor, the screen itself of the actual video is right here. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, and that's so what, not like a widescreen where you have the black on top and bottom, but not just, even not even a full screen. Just like a square, <laughs> a square in the middle, and a black thing around it. Yeah, <laughs> and mind you, it didn't even move correctly. It was like like it was probably only twenty frames a second. Is that why it seemed like a lot of times when they're talking, the voices weren't fully yes, matched up? Yes, that's with why. The mouths. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the timing was off when they made it. Because again, it's a CD, right? So a CD can hold the information that a DVD can, right? And then we're still talking like, you know, early 90s technology. So probably can't read it that fast. And I remember too, like the load times. Now, you know what load times are, right? Dude, we're talking like a fucking 10 minute load time to start Ten. to start the fucking game. Are you serious? To start it, to start it. So you'd get it started. Then you go to the bathroom, <laughs> get your snacks, yeah. do your thing, and then come back and hopefully it's ready to go. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and now here's the thing too. So you have to switch through these cameras, right? So think about it. What you saw was like the full cut version together, right? Right. Now imagine this. You, you when you're playing, you're more worried about getting these traps because here's a big kicker. As you are as you are playing the game, there's a counter that says like how many enemies and how many of you have captured, right? Now if you if you basically have a hundred enemies and you only have let's say fifty captured, he'll actually pull the plug on you. So if you're not paying attention to all the screens on the what's gonna happen? I, so then here's the thing: how do you enjoy the fucking game? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even enjoy you telling me that. Because <laughs> it's like it's like what do you do, right? It's like you're like always worried about something or another, and you're like. I mean, who who wants to be that stressed out playing a video game? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you never know, right? Some people might be. Some people like that. I guess they do. Hold on, and you know, it's it reminds you of like Pac-Man. Like that's the ultimate stressed out game. You just. All, all you're doing is just like running from people and running and, and trying to go and, and people are chasing you and I don't know, stress, go, run. Sure, but when you think about the idea of like games like this, right? Like you're clicking around and I think that's part of the gameplay, right? Is the stress. Yes, sure. <laughs> it's part of the st stress. But, no, I mean, but, but, but who wants to be stressed out when they play games? I mean, life's hard enough, man. Listen. 
Right. Then you gotta fucking click these cameras and fucking these. Little, and here's the thing: Do you care if these teenagers die? I think in a moment you might, but more likely no. More likely no. <laughs> you want them to, I think the only one you die. care about is like Mike. Oh yeah. So one thing I forgot to mention is there's a bunch of teenagers, but for some reason one of the teenagers brings their brother, right, younger brother, and he's He's always walking around the house with a skateboard in his hand. <laughs> What's, what's funny is I, but that's like so 80s though, right? Like just, I got a skateboard, bro. I'm cool. Yeah, and I think it's also to show that he's like younger and he's a kid, so he's got his skateboard. That's the tool. That's the tool that gets him whatever. That's the tool. Yeah, right. We all need a tool. Exactly. What's your tool? <laughs> well. <laughs> well, hey now. You know, okay, so you're right about all that. And then like the teenagers are there. And what's funny is technically he's the only one who is looking around for anything. So when they get in the house, they do everything they got to do. They get invited. It's like, oh, thank you so much for inviting. Now, mind you, the, the the vampire daughter technically only met these girls like not that long ago. I think I'd say like a week ago, right? Or some shit. Yeah, I, I sure. <laughs> and it's like, hey, I don't know you, but that's the 80s, man. The 80s is like, I don't know you, but do you want to come over? I mean, maybe. I mean, it's all, I mean. It, it Why do you say maybe? That of, was your time era. It, well, it depends on what kind of crowd you run with. I mean, I've met They're all white, dude. Like, They're hey. all white. Come on. We're having a party. You guys want to come? Like, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. Let's fucking party, bro. That's so funny. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so, okay. So all that goes down. And let's be honest. I don't want to, like, repeat the entire game here because it's going to be a long conversation. I don't want to do it that bad. Right. So we'll just do this, the key points. So the key points now, the beginning the beginning is very key in my opinion because that basically sets the mood for everything yeah. and it introduces everybody, right? Right. Once that kind of gets into play, yeah. then you start seeing the augers. Now, the augers. Augers. The augers are the enemies, I guess you would call them. Now, the augers, okay, so this is a vampire family and they have people who basically steal blood, right? Yeah, it, it, and it's not really clear what they are, right? Because- no, and it's like they're they're not they're they're people, I think. Cuz so basically these are like very they, they they wear all black. But I'm not talking like all black clothes. They're like wearing like black like a black coat, right? Or Yeah, what? it's almost like a or like a big uh a crawl suit or You something. almost looks like a trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> and it's in, in like a hood, but not like a ski mask some kind it's of It's super thing. weird. It, it you definitely can tell, yeah, they're villains. Right, they're they're evil, if that's you will. A, I think that's the, all that they're trying to show. Which, whatever, is fine. But they, they move crawl around, around like a, an ape. They look like a bunch of hunchbacks because they're all like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. They they, uh. like, they 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 move. They walk, and their shoulders go side to side, and they look like they they're they should be crawling around on all four hands. Yeah, it's so weird. All four. <laughs> so what's interesting about that is that you these characters have these weird guns. Now these guns, they're not guns. They're like syringes that have a. Imagine a imagine a, a gun that instead of having a I guess where the muzzle would be where you would shoot, it would be an additional like hook, like a giant plastic hook. And on that hook you connect your, your whoever it is neck to it, their physical neck, and then you take their blood out. Now, they never clarify why they're doing that. Because apparently it has something to do with wine, right? <laughs> apparently you put it in a wine glass. Right, right, right. Or make popsicles out of it. So the first person who dies that you cannot save is one of the soldiers. Do you remember that? Yes. Do you remember that or no? No. <laughs> really? I remember someone got hooked and they let them hook them. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Explain it to me. All right, so the augers come up and they pull out their weird gun that, yeah, on the end of it, it looks like something that you would, if you dropped uh It almost looks like hat, a scythe. Yeah, like if you dropped your hat yeah. over the edge of a, of a tiger cage in a zoo, they would reach over with this thing and grab your hat and pull it back. 
and then there's a little spot where like a screwdriver thing comes out and it goes into the neck and that's how they pull the blood well when they got the guy he kind of had to let them he let them put the thing around his neck he almost even straightened out his neck so that it would go around there now do you remember what character this was or no 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 <laughs> sorry all right well that's fine so so basically and it's like you don't even have to play the game to understand what we're talking about because literally at the end of the, you know it's it's typical 80s movie right so at the end of it what's going to happen you know good's going to prevail but only if you're a good enough person to set the traps now without further ado introduction i'm going to quickly pause but we're going to bring up the game and mike here is going to get to experience it real time Talk about getting your belly button pushed in. <laughs> I know. And then once we're done with him playing, and again, you'll get his audio reaction and everything like that. Once we're done with that. My real reaction. Yeah, all real time. Real. Once we're done with that, we're going to kind of talk in more detail about the game. And then after that, we're going to talk about, of course, what we always have to talk about, which is what, Mike? The books. All right. We'll be right back. So good. All right, so Mike has the game up. He's going to go to the start game. I'm going to go to the start game. Now, we are playing on the PC from Steam. It's the 25th anniversary. I wish you guys could hear the music. Well, we might, Baby Game might be able to make that happen, so we'll see. So now I'm seeing Night. So now you didn't see this in the Trap. video? No, this doesn't come up in the movie. The okay. AFL, there's blood dripping down. There's wind blowing. And then, Did uh, you see this? No, it doesn't show any of this. So now they're like showing these TV screens with the actors' names and actresses' names. And it already looks like a sitcom. It's like, yeah, that guy looks like a sitcom. So do you know who that is right there? That's the dad? Yeah, that's the vampire dad. So there's a hand that comes up with a controller. Which that controller is like... I guess that controls the traps? Yeah. But who's fucking making that? Who made this for him? He made it for himself. Oh, yeah? He's a fucking scientist, too? So he's pressing all these buttons, and he's watching a screen where all these people are falling into his traps. And he's laughing like a crazy man. So, okay. They had the... Oh, there's a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> oh, there's another Pepsi. Yeah, none of this was in the movie. Really? That's what I was asking you. You said yes. Not this. I don't remember this from watching the movie. So... These guys look like they're from uh, a shitty. Well, they look like maybe from that they should be in the first Predator movie, dude. And that they're, <laughs> like, they're all like got these weird black and gray camo outfits and headbands, and they're in a basement pulling up the profiles of the teenagers. But here's the thing: they had they just watched the video of the guy fucking doing the traps. So if they did that, that means obviously they had information to kill this guy already, right? Well, I mean, these guys look like they're totally able to handle the situation on their own. Without God. a fucking operator? Yeah, they've got, like, vests and guns and bullets and cool hair, a headband. This All right, listen to this. Oh. Okay, so what happened is they just said that we're the ones that have operations of the traps. And they don't know who we are, but we're special operations from control. Which is like, come on, they're not going to tell you? <laughs> Kelly, that was her name. So they're all depending on us to do it. And there's another. Alright, so Mike is now in the game. So okay. use this. another Pepsi product placement. And you're going to click each one. So what you're going to do is right click when you see that light turn red. Alright, so I see the augers. Go, right, right click, right, right click. Oh, you're too late. too late. They just made it. Oh, fuck. So now you got to click around each. each uh... Alright, so what I'm doing is clicking on all these cameras. Oh, oh there, there they you are. go. So wait, so wait. 
and I see them in a bedroom, the augers. They're dressed in black. They look like burglars. And they've come into the room. Get ready. Get and ready. And the light's green. And when it turns red, I have to click another button. And it's red. There you go, Gavin. All right, now you got to switch to that room. Uh-oh. And now I got one, and he fell. Red, 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 red. There you go. I there you go. <laughs> All right, so I'm hitting the traps. And... So now you can see how... It, uh -oh. oh, good. Get ready. Get ready. Red, red, red. There you go. Mike, got has, three of them. Mike oh. has gotten three out of seven so far. So I see some other ones in a room, and there's two augers creeping around like a come up, and I hit the red, and I they yeah. fell on a trap door. Right. So now are you... I'm Hold excited. On. You missed that one already. Oh, he's he's gone away. Yeah. So it goes to the next one. Oh, here we go. Here's some... No, so that's the... the that's the dad and yeah. the son. <laughs> so you're right. He just the he sun's looks blind. <laughs> the sun looks blind. He's got glasses on. So now so, with I all keep this, watching this, this thing right now. So I'm watching the family talk. But now here's the thing: you also got to pay attention to these cameras. Oh, and there's shit. so many cameras. So I'm watching eight little cameras. Oh, it was eight. I thought it was six. So click. Uh, okay, so, so now they're in the kitchen, right? All right. So now when you were there, right there with the kitchen, so you're watching everything. So this is before the teenagers arrive. Yeah. So right now I'm watching the family bust out the they've got they've got wine and and we now know that the wine is blood and he's walking around with a glass a wine uh, the blind Isn't it great got, that he has glasses on the whole yeah, time? He's he's well he's blind. So Oh, I see an auger. He's creeping down the right. hallway. So get ready. No, I, I think this one so some of them purposely get by. Oh, he's getting by, you know. Yeah. So I gotta watch this. Well, you yeah. just gotta keep watching them all. So now they're going. Now, did you see any of this? I don't remember the scene in the movie. No, I, I don't think they put all of this in. Uh oh. He's gonna pull the plug on you soon. <laughs> so these are all the girls now. So what I'm what I'm seeing here is that you might have to have severe ADD to play this game because you gotta watch all these different screens and there's the auger and you got away and now I gotta go to another one. Don't you love uh? The main soldier has like a mullet. Yeah, the main soldier has a mullet and a mustache. Very, sure. very 80s. Very 80s. And then a nice white stripe in the middle of his hair. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they both got the poofy, you know. Yeah, he has a mullet too. Yeah. It's like a poor man's Rambo. Lots of hairspray. So apparently, yeah, th these people who look well-trained to handle a situation like this are putting all their trust in me, who no one knows who I am. You're special. To, uh, you're a special operator. Special operator. All right, here you go. So and now, now you're in the game. And now I'm in the game, and so there's a TV screen, and there's all these different cameras. So, Mike, I'll actually go and explain so you can focus on that. So, Mike, right now, at this point, is, like, looking at these augers. He's waiting for... Basically, the way it works is these traps can only be triggered when your light turns from green to red. Once that turns red, then he can trigger the, the trap. So he has to basically click through each of these little camera screens. Oh, oh go. here we go. Oh, you got him. You got him. Okay. Uh, so the interesting thing about this game is, and Mike, if you're listening to me. Um, what? <laughs> so when this came out in the Sega CD, you know how you can see them happening in the little monitors? Yeah. That's, that's pretty helpful, right? Yeah. So back in the day, they were just still images, and you didn't know. So you literally had to click each of them. Oh, you just missed it. Ah, oh, I panicked. Well, he might go in the bedroom. So go to the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, there he is. Yeah. All right. Get ready. I think he's going to come in the corner. Or he's leaving. So if he's leaving, I'd probably go to the outside. Oh, oh shit. Right there. these guys. 
So I found them in another room, and then the light's green, and then oh, get close, yeah. and then I hit it. There you go. And then they get sucked so in So wait, the there's still one more left, so now I have to grab another one. I didn't get him. No, there's one more. So there's another trap. Look how obvious that trap is. Like, how the fuck would you not see that? All right, so now he's leaving the room, so he's probably going to go into the hallway there. This hallway. No, that hallway. Oh, that's a, oh, that's a hallway. That's a dining room. Sorry. No one's in there. Oh, oh there he is. There you go. So as Mike is clicking around. Oh, he's moving weird. Wait, hold on. He's going to come back. And then boom. Oh. So what are your, what is your opinion on these traps? I think that they're all uh, cool. I mean, you can be honest. Like, is it is it kind of a weird idea to trap them like that? So basically the trap is like a little door underneath where they walk. And then all of a sudden they would just fall underneath it. Yeah. You, yeah. You hit the button and then they smoke comes out and then either the trap falls out of the floor or something pushes them into a hole in the wall somewhere. And then now there's these other screens where I can watch. So now you're clicking everything, right? Yeah. How stressful is this? I can't even pay attention to what's happening. Right. You can't. So in my opinion, the way this game is meant to be played is one person plays the director if you will and the other person has to watch this is like a two-player game without being two players oh yeah that makes sense like you would like you would play with friends because like oh right there oh there he is yeah get ready he's gonna oh no this might be one of those ones that you can't do which is like such a tease because then you go there and you're like what the fuck i could have stopped that guy but now i can't no there's three of them in there oh my god they're gonna put that hook thing on someone's neck oh here they go now they're in the main room this looks like the no, scene. Right, right. Oh, oh, you missed oh, oh, it. Oh, shit. Ah. I was looking at the augers. Oh, fuck. They're going to pull the plug on me. Very soon they are. So how do you keep track of the story? You, I, playing this, you can't. <laughs> like, there's no way you could keep track of anything. So the wall pushes him into a hole. Yeah. It's <laughs> very weird. There you go. Yeah. I, I don't see how playing this game, you could keep track. You're right. Like, it's... Literally, all you're doing is looking for those bad guys, and then, and then, and you got to move quickly, quickly clicking on the screen. So, like, there's no way you could watch the movie. So right now, he has 17 possible, and he's only captured nine. What? <laughs> there was that many possible? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I need to go back into special ops training. So he's gonna play. Once he officially dies, I'm gonna take over, and then he can actually narrate what he sees. Yeah. Well, I will say this that. While it's very exciting, um, I, I almost enjoy watching the movie more than I <laughs> playing the game. It's too stressful. It's too stressful. It's stressful and there's no... You can't enjoy it. There's no movie. There's no anything. It's just all you're doing is looking for the bad guys. And it's like, imagine back in the day, you didn't even get these little cameras that showed you things. Oh. Which I don't know how that could even work. Like if it was just a still screen, you have to keep... You yeah, just have you to would literally have to keep looking at each yeah. one. And then all of a sudden they're there. I guess that could be like kind of frightening if you all of a sudden click on the screen and you see those guys in the black suits. It's like, whoa. Huh, huh, huh. So right now he is at 21 possible, 14 captured. He just missed one in the hallway. God dang it. Oh, oh now, it's in the, now it's over here. Oh, look, there's your mic. Oh, go, go, go. There him. you go, there you go. I got him, I got him. But it's kind of satisfying though when you do get them though. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just clicking on all these different places. So now, did you see any of these scenes? Some, yeah. I did okay. see these, yeah. Oh, here oh. he is. He's in the room creeping. So now he's outside, so go outside. Oh, now he's outside. Oh, Eddie. Yeah. That Eddie's was the crazy neighbor name, the worst actor. Yeah, the weird guy. All right, now he's in the bedroom, skulking around. Skulking, good word. Yeah, looking in the closets. Oh, and I got him. 
The, the, the closet pushes him under the bed yeah. and then the bed flips him into a hole But the thing is, the if they're trying to like get these people, these traps are meant to get people, right? Wait. Oh, you dismissed the trap change. She, she changed the code. So that means blue? No, it's on blue now. So now you need to figure out what it is. So you got to click it. Go here. Click it. We have to just figure out what code it is now. I don't understand. Purple. Sure. Now click. I don't know what that. I don't like that. <laughs> So basically, you need a color code in order to oh, trigger it. But oh, there he is. Go, go, go. Got See, him. that's not right. See, so you got to change oh, the color code. Shit, that's crazy. So if you're not on that screen, you don't know what the color code is. That's bizarre. I want to watch the the <laughs> scene where there's she sings right here with the movie. The <laughs> she sings Night Trap with a with a thing a tennis racket. Yeah, right here. That's gonna be right there. At this point, you're gonna get pulled, so you might as well just watch that. All right, let's watch it. So no, here. Oh, here we go. I'm about to get pulled, which thank God, I can't handle any more of this. <laughs> so all what this is a quintessential '80s horror movie. Right, all the girls together, they're playing their dumb music, having yeah. a good time, and, yeah, the and then they're singing Natra. <laughs> she's singing the name of the movie in the movie or the game, I should say, and she's like doing karaoke with a tennis racket. Here's a question: Yeah, who's the hottest? Um, she's pretty hot. I actually think the vampire lady's the hottest. The daughter? Yeah. Um, Dan and Plano's okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean they're all they all have their own cuteness. That's the mom, right? No, no, right. She looks like she could be the mom, though. She looks like she's old enough to be the mom, but she's one of the teenagers. So now there's 37 possible, 16 captured. But here's the thing: if you just stayed and watched this one scene, how are you going to capture him? You don't. So yeah, I think that. Part of it is sometimes you play the game to get the bad guys and sometimes you play the game to watch the scenes, right? I mean, you would have to, right? Because there's no other way that this would be fun. <laughs> no. Because the point of a game is the story. It's just, just a scatterbrain thing. Yeah. Oh, and then there comes the guy with the glasses on. So when I watched the movie, this is the first time you saw the guy. Oh, was it? Yeah, he just pops in and all the girls lose their shit over him. The one girl, the His tall name's blonde. Tony takes her shirt off look she just took her shirt off and she's got like a blue sports bra with and then she wears her shirt like a towel around her neck. but you know what you get why now because she was dancing around because she was hot she yeah. was hot they were dancing they're hot you have to cool off she was hot and two, she is hot two cool guys with uh big baggy shirts come on i mean that's the 80s dude totally the, the guy with the glasses is anthony michael hall that's fucking uh uh emilio estevez <laughs> oh all right cool so I just got pulled from the from the. What's funny is, scene. look, wait, wait, just wait till it does. That's all it is. <laughs> just the plug. He pulled the plug on me. <laughs> Literally. All right, so now it's Uncle Dad's turn. So yeah, when you lose, the guy pops up on your screen and he says, "You d didn't do your job," and then he pulled the plug out of something in his sleeve, and I'm done. I'm out. All right, so Uncle Dad is gonna take over. So now Uncle Dad's gonna play, and he's probably gonna win. <laughs> I doubt that. But uh, Mike is going to commentate on everything in a more detailed fashion because now he can actually enjoy it. Oh, thank God I don't have to play this again. <laughs> now, okay, you're, you're, you're 13. You buy this game with your allowance, 60 bucks. Yeah. What I'm, do you think? I'm disappointed. Are you? <laughs> yeah. I want to You want your money back? You I want, want my money back. Take your, ba your game back to what? Babbage's or no? Uh, Toys R Us? <laughs> no, I would take it to uh, Game Swap. No, what's that one? Not Game Swap. Game Stop? Video Game Swappers. Oh my God. Remember that? Old man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I would trade it in for something 
worth. Okay. So here's the green eyes. Yeah, this is what I was talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, but like, she's well, like, got a nice smile. Oh, yeah, shit. She's very innocent. All right. So here. Boom. Okay. So now um, we're back in the game. And Uncle Dad is clicking on the screens like a freaking pro. He knows what he's doing. He's in. In the scene with the augers in the bedroom, and they do you know why they call them augers? Because they they're gonna steal your television. <laughs> Wait, <And> what? <laughs> they look like, uh, yeah, I mean they look like cheesy '80s burglars with the ski mask. That gun is ridiculous. Yeah, that it looks like a, a He-Man toy or something. Oh, good call. It, it, like, uh, he's you know he's. Licking fools, he's, he's just moving quickly through the screens. He's obviously a pro. Um, got the guy in the hall. In the okay, now we got some augers in the living room where they sing Night Trap. He's creeping, and then he hit the button before the thing even turned red, and he got the motherfucker. You know, um, yeah. I dude, I played this so much. Maverick over here. All right. So would you say this would help enhance your hand-eye coordination? I think all video games do. I mean, just yeah. this is all video games do, in my opinion. Yeah, I think oh, this game also teaches you a lot about feng shui of uh, how to not fix your house up. Sure. And then there's this weird scene where the guy looks like he's moving <laughs> in fast motion or something. What I want to know is, what is the smoke? Why, why is why there smoke? Every trap, there's like a smoke blast that comes out of nowhere. I mean, look, there's no horror movie without smoke or fog. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. And then, and then, okay, so then now we're on a scene, or we're on a scene. Oh, that car looks like the uh, National Lampoon's vacation station wagon. <laughs> and um, rotating library count uh, shelving. Uh, with secret doors. He just made nonsense right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is all nonsense. That literally does remind me of like step Sitcoms. by step or yeah, some yeah, yeah. sitcom. I'm sure they wow, borrowed step by step. step. Yeah, Yo, maybe. shout out if you know step by step because I feel like so many people don't know what that is now. Yeah. It was on a, remember TGIF? Oh, yeah. TGIF. On a, that was ABC? No, Fox. I am, maybe it was NBC. NBC, yeah. NBC. They would, uh, TJF would play four family sitcoms on Fridays and they call it TJIF, Full House, Step by Step, Family Matters, and Sister, Sister. Um, all right, so Uncle Dad's a pro. He's got nine out of 12. He's busting augers, makes him feel good. <laughs> busting augers, make me feel good. Exactly. He's, um, He's but now room. I'm clicking around. What? What's up? No. Oh, now I'm clicking around, right? Yeah. Could you enjoy this even as a viewer? <laughs> no. It's um, just, it's so hard. I feel like it's doing something to my brain that I shouldn't. I feel like when I go to sleep tonight, I'm going to be thinking about these scenes flashing. So like you killed the auger and you didn't even watch the whole scene. You, that's the thing because you just can't. <laughs> so as you keep going... You can't even enjoy the fact that you <laughs> trap the augers, that you start to trap them and you got to keep it moving. Wow. This is a total ADD game. <laughs> I could imagine people snorting an Adderall. There's the cool kid right there. Yeah. Cool, cool Mike. Yeah, there's the... See, now this is interesting. We've been playing the game for a while. This was like the... the 
such a pivotal scene in getting to know like the people coming into the house and yeah. meeting the creepy dad. And you can't even really see and it. You don't even know what's going on. Like Yeah, like if you're if you're if you don't know what's if you don't here's the thing. If you don't watch the movie before you play the game, you have no idea what's going on in the game. But here's the thing, you couldn't do that back you in the day. You couldn't even do that. So So let me ask you this. Yeah. What is the biggest problem with this game? That it gives me a headache. It's just too much going on, right? Yeah, too much. But now if you could enjoy the scene and then be like, oh, now it's time to look for augers, right? Yeah, you know, I remember playing that game, uh, Dragon's Lair. And it was like... Very much like this. Yeah, but but even with that game, there was the scene and then you played the game and then it kind of directed you where to go. So Here, now, there's eight different places to go and... You either watch the scene or you, or you don't, or you get the auger and you don't. Oh shit! See, like you would want to watch that scene to know what's going on. So we were just watching a scene where they were explaining something, and then he had to bust a move to get the auger. So now, remember what I was talking about the code right here? Yeah. So basically, I need to know to be on this screen, so so when she comes in, she's gonna see her sons, and she's gonna just say the code has changed. Now, if I didn't know that... How would you know that? That's the thing. Is it in the instruction book? Nope, not even. Okay. To all the listeners who are still with us through this, never play this game. I didn't even hear what she said because you talked. <laughs> well, that's what you get. Basically, this game will show you how not to make a game. Although, while I will say it's cool, it's too much. It's too much. While I will say it's cool, it's too much. And the concept is cool. The fact that you're playing with screens and live actors. But the screens weren't there back in the day. Yeah, but when I when I say that, I mean like when when you're actually on a screen, like it's it's like you're watching a, a show or a movie, and and so to have that in a video game when you're Fuck. a kid is exciting. Well. I'm trying to find this fucking code. Dude. I know. I talked over the code. I know you did. I'm trying to, I'm trying to save it before trying, it's too late. I'm trying to sabotage this so we can move on. Oh my God. It's got to be yellow then. But I, I, I would just say there's other things you could do with your time. <laughs> like um, painting the wall or watching the grass grow. Watching dry paint or so paint dry. <laughs> watching dry paint turn to crack. It's paint. yellow. Okay. Boom. Got or it. you could. Oh, here we go. Oh, now there's the Rambo guy. But the thing is, you can't even enjoy it because you got to look around. And again, you didn't have like these moving scenes down here back in the day. So you just kind of had to like. You could brush your cat. You could <laughs> wash your dad's car. You could count your change jar. There's a lot of more things you could do. I'm being cynical. but <laughs> Very cynical. Um, oh, okay. So now we get to see one of the, one of the. Rambo guys and you can't even get to enjoy it get get caught by the augers and they put the hook on his neck and he let them he's gone already and now he's gone and we have to move on with our lives <laughs> even though he's who knows and here's another thing like where do they take the body where does it go like, you, know, they just, you actually see where the body goes uh, oh oh on the roof come on they're on the roof yeah but I gotta go over here now so right now I'm at thirty-seven twenty-four. Yeah, I think overall, um, 
what you learn from playing this game is that you never really know what's going on <laughs> in life. It's a metaphor for life. You, you think you know what's happening and then something else is happening and then you lose your mind because it's all too much. And then... All right. So with all that... <laughs> I'm not gonna play the whole game because the game is gonna—it's over like an hour and a half, and we just don't want to make well, it. Well, he's a pro. Long. I mean, sure. I just played it so much, um, but basically, uh, Mike, uh, your your final thoughts on the game. I mean, you kind of said a lot of great things already, but overall, give me your final opinion. Yeah. So I think again, I think okay for '92, and and playing a video game where there's. There's like uh, live action screens and people talking to you and you kind of controlling how that goes, like almost like a choose your own adventure, but in a video game, uh, it's, that would be cool. That was probably groundbreaking break, for when it happened, but I think it's too much. I think your brain, I almost had a brain aneurysm doing this uh, you, know what's, you know what's even hilarious about this yes is that baby Gabe has to listen to all this I'm sorry I mean baby Gabe you, you might want to have a drink before you do this or smoke something or do, do something do something uh, yeah you know what you're right I, and the thing is I love it because it's such a fun silly experience but when I really analyze it it's right you're right it's like you can't even enjoy the game because you're always worried about each camera now, back in the day, like I said, they weren't even... When I say still image, I don't even mean like a picture. I mean, literally, like it said, living room. And so how would you know to click on it? Would it with a red Nope, you would just have to go click it. Just keep clicking. Yeah. Like, keep checking. So, right. Like, when you want to look to see if anyone's liking your photos on right. Instagram, you just keep exactly. checking. Exactly. So the problem with that is you're just... You're constantly doing that. So then, like, how do you... How do you really have fun? And it, I don't know. And I think obviously they were trying to create a game for a CD format, right? Like, oh, it's it's like a movie, but you're a part of it. And I think that's fantastic. But it it's only so important to us because if you think about it, it, it built the, the 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 groundwork yeah. for uh, the future. Sure. Um, and I think that's the only good thing for these games is that it builds the groundwork. Or whatever's coming to us. Right. Um, but yeah. So that is Night Trap. Now, Night Trap, you can actually buy it on almost every format. You can buy it on PC. You can buy it on Switch, PS4, whatever you want it. And it's usually only like 15 bucks. Uh, so that's not, I mean, 15 bucks, that's better than paying 60, I would say. But if you're going to buy it, just know that you're not going to get a game that you can really enjoy unless you watch the movie like Mike did for free. <laughs> and I would say this like, if you like cheesy, kind of 80s early 90s horror and you're into that which is definitely a genre it's fun i mean it can be fun i would say watch the entire movie which you can watch on youtube yeah beforehand and then play the game and then it might be a little more enjoyable and then you get to see things you actually get the when you play the game you said that you saw things you didn't see before right that's right yeah so, i mean i guess it's kind of a good thing too right like you get a different experience yeah it, it's like you have a different insight right and I don't know, like if I hadn't watched that movie beforehand, I would have been totally lost. Right. And then that's why I made you watch it. I would have killed myself. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, all right. So before we go, you know how we have to do it here at Uncle Dad. We got to go ahead and talk about us. 
And by talking about us, I'm talking about me and Mike and what we're doing right now. So, Mike, what just came out? Um, well, if you're talking about comics, I just re-released my How to Do Comics. And where did you release that on? I released that through Uncle Dad Comics. Oh, shit. Uncle Dad know? Comics. Yes. That's right. You can go ahead and purchase the newest of the anniversary series. So in the update, I said that I'm going to start what's called the anniversary series. That's what this is. Superhead will also be part of the anniversary series. And this is a current issue we have available for the anniversary series. Now, this is how to do comics, a very personal tale of our friend here. Uh, Mike, if you want to kind of quickly evolve into that, you can. Yes. So uh, just to give it a quick rundown, if you ever wanted to create your own comic. And not draw. We're not talking drawing. We're talking creating. Creating. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, if you're creating your own comic, you might want to know how to draw. That could help. Although, who knows? Some of the art I've seen in some of the comics, people obviously don't know how to draw. Oh. Oh. But um, this is kind of like a loose uh, self-autobiographical tale of how I created some of my very early comics. And so... Even if you weren't creating a, your own comic, if you've ever been to a Comic-Con or sold at a Comic-Con or you've already created your own comic, I guarantee you understand and will laugh at the, the plight of what it's like to go through that. And I illustrate that in this comic wholeheartedly. Yeah, so the cool thing is too, when you go to our website, Uncle Dad Comics, for the first time, we're offering three different purchase options. Purchase option number one, you can buy the book raw as is with a reseal, resealable bag, which you don't seal that often, Mike. No. So a resealable bag and a board for five bucks. Dude, $5, Mike. A board? $5. Does the board have a nail in it? It does not. That's the best part. Right. So $5, $5 hairs, however you want to say it, uh, plus shipping, of course, you can get the book. Now, if you want it autographed by the man here himself, 10 bucks. With a certificate of authenticity. Certificate. And for the first time in Uncle Dad history, we did Whoa. a Captain Bundle. The Captain Bundle includes the 2020 uh, Captain uh, Captain A-Hole design, the classic Captain A-Hole design uh, magnet. And I'm sorry, the previous thing I stated was a sticker. Uh, you also have, you also get two bumper stickers. Now, can you go ahead and explain those bumper stickers? Well, one of them relates to our first release, which is the Guide to Dating. Yup. Captain A-Hole's Guide to Dating. Yup. And uh, the other one is just a general Captain A-Hole. I'm sure we've all seen the bumper sticker. Oh, yeah. um, horn, broken, watch for finger. Yes. Well, this one is finger, broken, listen for the horn. Yes. Right? I love it. I love it. And then you can also get a chance to getting a very, very limited holographic 2020 Captain Hole design. Uh, that holographic sticker is fucking so cool, man. One of the coolest things you've ever made. Holograph. Holograph. Who doesn't, holograph. Lo who, like, who doesn't like a holographic, man? If you're a kid from the 80s or 90s, you will. I guess even 2000s. I don't know. Holographs. <laughs> That's it. Holograph. Uh, yeah, you can get all that for 20 bucks and plus shipping, of course. Combination starter pack. Yes. Uh, now, the cool thing is we've had some people buy it already, and I have to tell you thank you guys so much uh, for everybody who's purchased it. I have to make a very, very quick shout-out. Uh, this is to undo all the pain, undo all the pain. Thank you so much for what you did for me. I appreciate it. Mm. And if you haven't checked him out yet, go check him out at, at undo all the pain. 
some of the best art you're ever going to see in your life, really. Undoallthepain.com? No, just undo all the pain on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah, he's a young artist. He or she, to be honest. I don't even know what they are. They. They. Uh, but yeah, go check them out. Uh, they did a very, they did something very cool. Uh, so go check them out. Um, on top of that, Mike, this is technically the first official episode. It's a little long. That's okay with me. Happy uh, Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. A little fun thing. Now, mind you, this episode is going to be very long because I still got to do a second part with the, uh, the historian, if you will. And it's going to be good. It's going to be a good episode with Mike in it. Mike, thank you again for being a part of the, the Uncle Dad family. Thank you for being a part of the show. Uh, before we go, let me ask you something. Do you like comic books? I've, I've, I, I like, I've read a comic book or two in my life, maybe. Yes. Do you like buying comic books? Well, I buy them because they're not free. <laughs> well said. Well, check this out, my guy. Yeah. If you go to multiversecomicbox.com, you can actually get a mystery box of comic books for any budget that fits you. And the cool part is each comic book will have, or each box will have different variants, maybe rarities, possibly even CGC comics, just depending. Now, if you know what CGC is, basically that's a graded comic book for meaning it's going to be in a plastic slab and it is forever, whatever grade that is. Now, you can actually go ahead and get all that, but here's the best part, Mike. I can save you some money right now. 10% off your first month subscription with promo code UncleDad10. Now, you're part of Uncle Dad now, so now you can use that coupon, but here's the thing. Everybody can. That's the best part. UncleDad10, multiversecomicbox.com. Go check them out. We really appreciate it, as always. And without further ado, Mike, thank you again for being a part of the show, and if you have any last words, right now is the time. Go ahead. Thank you for having me come in, and everybody, please... Uh, Please check out the new comic or the new re-release of How to Do Comics. I guarantee if you're any anywhere in the comic book realm, this book will make you laugh. And I love you all. Peace and love. Thank you. Thank you. And Mike will be returning next week and the week after. And next week, we have a pretty awesome thing happening. Big guess. We won't say yet, but let's just say, can you say any, any hint at all? Very nocturnal. Oh, I like it. With that being said, love each other, respect each other. Mike, thank you. David Gabe, thank you for being the editor of the show. We will see you guys all next week.